0: What's going on, everyone? I'm Mackenzie Ingram. This is Everything In Between, and in this episode, I wanna talk about how singleness is a blessing. Yes, that is right, I said it. I think in this generation, especially even just within myself growing up, single is like a cuss word. We don't wanna be single, or some people just hate that they're single. Trust me, I was that girl. I never was single. I was like the serial dater from middle school till probably sophomore year of college. I was, I just had a boyfriend always. And if we broke up or if I wasn't dating someone, I was, you know, seeing someone and and we were like having this thing going on, we were talking, I was entertaining people. I never was single, Um, really. I don't really even think I was ever truly single until these last four or five months. I've always just, well, actually I take that back probably about a year and a half ago. I was like single, 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 like I am now. Um, But that didn't last as long as I, as this time around has. And I know why Um, I found out in therapy that I had just found, and like I mentioned either last week or the week before, I found my worth in men and the attention that they were giving me. Um, and so I just never went without it. And if I if I didn't have anything, I thought I was like this worthless person, that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't worth love, or people didn't want me, all these crazy things. Um, but these past four or five months, I have been single, single. Um, ever since I kind of went through My little heartbreak, I told God, like, I want it to be me and you because it never has just been us. I have maybe was with God for a month and then started talking or entertaining or just maybe even flirting with other people. It's never just been me and God. And I told him, like I said last week, to get through this heartbreak, I want to look back and say, you're the only reason why not because i started talking to someone else or felt filled my voids with someone else's attention um and i also told him like i want to give you the rest of this year to just date you date myself and heal because ultimately that's what i needed i had never truly healed from past traumas i just kept building relationship after relationship after relationship where it just got too heavy for me so like i said i have been single for about three and a half years, but really, like, truly, phone is dry. DMs are not popping single these last four or five months. And honestly, I have been the most happiest at peace I've ever been. And I know, I know the first like two and a half months of going through my heartbreak, they were hell. But getting through it, like I just said, I keep saying, like I said, but like I said last week, It was so worth it because I am in a place where I am just so content with my life, with where I am. And I struggled with this of thinking like I needed to be somewhere else or hire a better job or married with kids by now. Um, But finally, just realizing I am where I am because that is where God has me. And I am beyond content here. I am. I was driving home after my workout today and I was like, I am just genuinely happy. Like I'm just happy. I love my life. And although, yes, I desire to be in a relationship and I want to be loved and I want to have a family and get married and all of these things, that's not where I am right now. And it took me a minute to get here. It took me just almost changing my mindset of singleness, of how it's not a bad thing. It's actually a blessing. Singleness to me is when you are able to develop the best version of yourself, It's just you and God, you're working on the things you need to work on and they might not even be traumas or things that you have to heal from. They can be addictions that you don't want to bring into your marriage. I was talking to my friend this past weekend and I was telling them how there are certain things I used to struggle with that God had to break me free from so that I didn't bring it into my marriage. And if I was just in a relationship, I would have brought that thing into that relationship because I didn't have time to break free from it. Instead of seeing singleness as this horrible thing and like, you know, when you go to like your aunt's house or you go see your grandma or you go hang out with a friend you haven't seen, the first thing, one of the first things is, are you still single or are you dating? And I used to be embarrassed when I told people, no, I'm not, um... Just kind of doing me. Now I'm like, nope, I'm not I'm not dating. I am single and I am loving it. And I am waiting for my man to find me. Um, for so long, I have been thirsty for men and wanted them to find me and wanted them to see me for my worth. And now I'm just like, look, I told God one, don't send me anyone if he's not my husband. And God is holding up that end. And I'm not complaining because I don't want to go through... The things that I've already gone through. And so I am waiting and I am waiting well. And what that looks like, you know, I think you can go through singleness and you can go through and just walk through the motions and just say, you know what, whatever's supposed to be will be. Yes, cool, you can do that. But also I have found that I want to wait well. I want to enjoy my singleness because one, I'm never going to get this time back. This time alone, if I want to go take a trip, if I want to go to the grocery store, if I want to do me for one day, I can. When you get married and you have kids, you don't get that much freedom anymore. Um, And so I'm enjoying the time that I have, just able to do the things that I want to do. Something else that I found important, I have notes here, so I'm looking down, is that. It's important in your singleness to get to know God. For me, it was like, you know what? I'm going to date myself. I'm going to do me. Like nowhere in the Bible does it say that. You, as we read, as we dive, as we continue in our relationship, we are to get to know God. And through that, we can get to know ourselves. We know and we can understand. I don't think we'll ever really understand his love for us, but we can see it in his word then we can cover ourselves with it. We've gotten to this um, generation of like self, 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 and it never says anything about that in the Bible. And so just understanding that there is a purpose for your singleness and really tapping into that. Because like I said, we can easily sit here and just go through the motions until God gives us our person. But it's like, what are you doing to become better for them? what are you doing to become better for god first but in this singleness i heard this girl her name is Tori mad mattress matters masters tori masters um she said in one of her videos i want to become the person that the person i'm looking for is looking for and i was like oh that's so good because If I want someone that's kind and intentional and has their own relationship with God and can lead me and is funny and compassionate, I want to be able to encompass all of those things as well. But if I don't ever just sit time to develop those things, I'll never get there. And so that person that I'm looking for isn't even going to look at me because I don't have those qualities that he wants. And so how can I expect all of these things out of a man that I'm not even doing myself? Something else I think is important. If, if you are not content with just God, who is the ultimate healer, who will love you more than anyone, who can give you everything you need. If you're not content with him, what makes you think you're going to be content with an imperfect human? I was never in a place where I was content with just God. And so in every single relationship that I was in, I was never content. Yeah, sure. They filled me up for a little bit. And then after time, because they're imperfect people, they began to disappoint me. They began that cup that they were filling began to run empty, whereas the cup with Jesus will never go empty. And so if you're not content in that relationship with him, you're probably never going to be content in a relationship with a man or a girl. And so it's just important to understand that. It's important to develop your character, to seek after God, to grow your own relationship with him. Grow, and, and you know, I'm also kind of off topic here. I'm a believer in a list, okay? I know they say like, oh, you shouldn't have a list or Mike Todd, I love Mike Todd and he talks about ripping up your list. For me, I think it's okay to want what you want, but understand it might not always be what you need. And so for me, I have a list. I have a list of what I want my man to embody. I have, you know, physical traits, character traits, um, emotional traits, all that I want. But at the end, I wrote a prayer and I said, God, these are all the things that I want in a man, but I understand they all might not be what I need in a man. Your will over mine. So I'm not checking off every single box like, okay, you're this, you're this, oh, you're not that, okay, you're gone, no. I know what I want, but like I said, I understand that a man might not check off every single box, but I do believe that God will give you someone for you to add more boxes to. I don't know if I said that right, but you'll have your boxes and then bam, he'll send you someone and be like, dang, I didn't even have that box and he checked it or she checked it. So know, yes, know what you want, but don't be set on it. And also understanding everything you want, are you that as well? Especially in in Christian dating and in kingdom marriages, a lot of the things that we want can somewhat be similar. We want a God-fearing man, a God-fearing woman, someone who's selfless, someone who can serve, someone who's cute, funny, goofy, has a fun side, like all these things. You know, I think we all have a very similar type with different just physical traits, whatever, but like everyone wants to date a decent human being, obviously, And I know for me, I wanted a strong man of God, but I wasn't a strong woman of God. And so it's like, why would God give me this when I'm not even that? So I had to work on that. God sat me down in these last four months and said, these are the areas that you are, are bad in, basically, that you need to improve to be the spouse that I need you to be for the person that I have for you. So we attacked that. I got out unforgiveness, bitterness, these um, thoughts of just like constantly thinking of the past, they're gone. And that all came through time. That all came through effort. You have to do your part. And it takes effort every single day. But work on it with enjoying the process. Although this was, it started off rough, it's turned out to be this beautiful blessing. Singleness is a blessing. It is the time where you are able to become the fullest version of yourself before then becoming another full version of yourself with someone. And also understanding once you get there, like I feel like I am the best version of myself and that I am ready to date and I'm ready to do this. But the person that God has for me might not be ready yet. God might still be working on them, uprooting things out of them. And I'm okay with that because I have found that anytime I move on my timing and take things into my own hands, they end very badly. And so I would rather wait and succeed than rush and suffer. I just told my friend this yesterday. I'm tired of, of going through the same cycles of taking things into your own hands, doing it my own way. And then bam, I'm back on my butt starting from square one. No, I want what God wants for me. And that means I want it in his timing. And yes, do I want to be married? Yes, I do. I absolutely do. But I know that for whatever reason, that time is not now. And I have grown to be okay with that because I want to be the best best version of myself for my husband. And I want my husband to be the best version of himself for me so that we both can be the best versions of ourselves for God and our kingdom marriage. Another thing I think people struggle with is feeling lonely. And so we settle or we go back or... You know, we, we compromise certain things because we're not comfortable in that loneliness. And I think that's where your community comes in. Like I, I am blessed and I don't want this to sound selfish, but I'm blessed that all of my girls are single because we have so much to relate with. And I just feel it in my soul that we're all single, but we're all going to be like dating, engaged and married together at the same time. Because I know God is like, just going to bring us through this process together But community is so huge. And even in that loneliness, press in to God, press into his word, worship, sing, like enjoy the loneliness. Cause I'm pretty sure. And I talk to like a lot of married people there, there are times when they wish they could just be alone. And that's what I'm saying. Like this single period, this single season, you're never going to get back. And so, yeah. Sure, you want to be married and, and you want to have this this life that you've always dreamed of. It will come eventually, if that is God's will for your life. But for me, I would rather wait to get married until I'm 35 than marry the wrong person now. And it took me a while to get to that point, but I'm here. and And for anyone that's struggling with that, just know it's a process. If you have such a desire to be in your relationship, I want to encourage you, one, to not idolize that because idolizing that relationship, idolizing that marriage, idolizing that person can can maybe prevent God from giving it to you or putting a hold on it because sometimes God's just waiting for us to be ready for what he has for us. And sometimes we can set ourselves back because we're constantly showing him that we're not ready. And God's not going to give you something that you're not ready for. So be content, love your life. It's beautiful life is beautiful. Single married dating. It's beautiful all around, but just know that embracing your singleness, it is a beautiful thing. Do the things that you want to do. Go on that trip, go work that job, go experience whatever it is that you desire to do, because there will be a time where you probably won't just be able to get up and go. Learn yourself, heal from things you need to be healed from, break things that need to be broken off of you. I will always say this, go to therapy. There were things in therapy that I didn't even realize I was struggling from until she brought it to surface and made me dive deep into it. And now I got that out of the way. When, when, And it, it's not really necessarily you have to go to therapy, but there are just things that in my therapy sessions that my therapist made me think of that like I just never would have. Not saying that God wouldn't have eventually brought that up to me, but I fully believe that God has, it, God has it equipped people to be therapists for reasons like that, to help us dig deeper and realize and uproot some things. Another thing I want to encourage you is to develop a strong relationship with God don't just do it for right now. And then when you get in a relationship, you put it on the back burner. God should always be center of your life and center of your relationship. And if you don't develop a strong connection and relationship with him now, it's going to be tough for you to keep him in the center when you're in a relationship. And from speaking of experience, I have grown in relationship with God. And then when he Sends me someone or I start dating someone, I make them my world. And something I think Mike Todd said a while ago in one of his dating series is we start worshiping the blessing and forget about the blesser. And so the blesser can take away the blessing because we're worshiping the blessing and not the blesser. And I feel like for me in my relationships, a lot of time, that's another big part is like God realizes that I'm idolizing, that I'm worshiping the person I'm dating. And he's like, no, no, no. That's not how it's supposed to be. And so in this time, I've developed a relationship with God that I'm confident in knowing that when he sends me my person, I'm going to keep him in the center. And I want a man that's going to keep God in the center so that we both can keep him in the center of our relationship. And so I'm going to keep saying it. Enjoy your singleness. Ladies, if you are single, one thing I want to say, do not thirst after a man. It says in the Bible, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. But my question to you is, are you a wife worth finding? We can easily sit here and throw that verse out in people's faces. Mm-mm, I'm not looking. It is he who finds a wife that finds a good thing. Okay, baby. Well, are you a good thing? Are you? And it's a it's a question to ask yourself. And trust me, that was me. Mm-mm, it says he who finds a wife. So he's going to find me. But I had to ask myself, are you a wife worth finding? And in those moments, in that season of my life, I wasn't. And it's okay to admit that. Know yourself. Know what you want. Know your boundaries. And don't settle. Men, again, it says he who finds a wife. So pursue. If God has given you something or he's shown you a girl or Even if you're interested and you feel this peace and that God is saying, okay, pursue her. But also that verse, I think we we use that verse, he who finds a wife, it's in Proverbs, um, finds a good thing only for women, but it goes for men. He who finds a wife, not a little girl, not some drama queen, not someone out in the club, doing all this crazy stuff, leading you into sin. No, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. So go out there and find you a wife, bro. Know what you want. I promise you there is nothing more attractive than a man that knows what he wants. And that goes after it. We women appreciate that. But at the end of the day, enjoy this season of your life. I promise you, If it is for you, it will be. God will send you that man. He will send you that woman. I don't know if you guys have seen the picture of the triangle where God is at the top point and then the guy is at the bottom left and the girl is at the bottom right. And as they are seeking and pushing towards God, they're also becoming, they're also getting closer to each other. And that is what I feel like a kingdom marriage is going to be. As you are chasing after God and seeking him and being where you are and being content and loving life, loving God and and truly seeking after him, he is gonna send you someone running parallel with you. And it's going to be amazing. But what also is amazing is your single season right now. So enjoy it, love it, because it is a time that you won't get back. Make the most of it now. So that when you get married, your person can be like, you know what? I'm so proud of you. You are everything I ask God for. And I want to thank you for pushing through those moments of loneliness, those moments of doubt, because now we're here and we have this amazing kingdom marriage. It's going to happen for you. I am believing it. And, and knowing also last thing, if God has revealed to you who your husband or your wife is going to be, and it just hasn't happened yet, know that it will. You might be ready, they might not. They might be ready, you might not be. But know if God told you and he showed you, no, know he's gonna come through for you. And don't lose sight of that. Be obedient in that and continue to live your life for Christ so that you can become the best version of yourself that you can become. Let's pray. God, I thank you so much for this word. I thank you for just allowing all of us to be in a season of singleness. And if you're not in a season of singleness, I know that you have once been there. God, I thank you and I ask that you just help us become the person that the person we're looking for is looking for. Help us become the best version of ourselves so that we can honor you and have an amazing kingdom marriage. Singleness is a blessing and I ask that you begin to heal hearts that need to be healed, break chains that need to be broken and allow people and help people become the best version of themselves that they need to become. We love you. We trust you. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.